And we are live in the Fantasy Lounge. As always, uh, Mike's season's over. Thanksgiving Day week. It's going to be me and Dave as usual. It's good to be back on the lounge after... Uh, I fell asleep last week, Dave knows. But it's good to be back and uh, welcome to the lounge. Our, our favorite quarterback, Mr. Steuben. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, for I think I'm the most consistent lounge member here. Um, Mike, since you know he's not in the hunt for the playoffs anymore, just doesn't care about us. Uh, you know, because it's always uh, all about Mike and uh, his assistant basketball coaching career. Apparently, is much more important than than this. Uh, I gotta say thanks to Ryan too for stepping in the last two weeks and and helping us out. Um, but you know, the, the show must go on. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of Mike, I hope everything works out for him in his basketball coaching career because, as we can tell, the commissioner kind of derailed his uh, his chances of a repeat. And speaking of Mike, I know um, going back to last week a little bit, um, you think he asked the guy to buy some ice. He says he's not going to Jewel. Then, all lo and behold, you find him in the line, the checkout line, and the kid's actually at Jewel himself. That just shows Mike the kind of person he is. But we're, we're thankful for him, Dave. We're thankful for him. We are, uh, and he also called me on on Sunday morning uh, to tell me that he was going to start Pittsburgh defense, and I said, Mike, you're absolutely insane. I literally had no clue why you would start a defense against the top five offense in the NFL. Told him to start Washington. Uh, if he starts Washington, uh, he would have won his game against you. Also, hasn't listened to the podcast in the last two weeks either, because I said that on the podcast as one of my deep sea divers, which is supposed to be his segment. Um, so if he would have listened to the podcast, uh, he would have won. So, you know, it just it, it just it just shows you, Dave, that we're giving out knowledge here on the Fancy Pod. Um, this is actually episode sixteen of the year, big fella. I think you've been a part of mainly. I'd probably say fourteen of them. I think fourteen. Yeah, yeah. there was a few weeks. Uh, I think Gallagher was on one week that I, I didn't want to have four people on. So, um, but going into to week sixteen of the, or week or episode sixteen. Got some NFL news. Uh, there's some coaches out there that have been just uh, off the walls. Uh, um, so Cardinals had to fire their assistant coach for groping women in Mexico City. Uh, apparently he thinks that laws are different down in Mexico, uh, or he had too much tequila. He drank the, the ate the worm at the end of the bottle. I don't know what happened, but uh, he got arrested and was fired. Yeah, that's just like they say what happens in Mexico stays in Mexico. Apparently not, David. Um, I just, I just love that the, the Cardinals thought it was a good idea to give America a front row seat to how dysfunctional that franchise is because they've been on hard knocks and it's, there's, I, I think a lot of people are, there's gonna be a lot of fires, a lot of people getting fired of that job. I would say that. Yeah. I, I don't think HBO thought this one out too well. I thought that, I think they thought that the Cardinals were going to have a good season and now it's, it's just an absolute dumpster fire. Um, also, Todd Downing, the Titans offensive coordinator, this was right after our uh, podcast last week on Thursday, they ended up getting the win, and the guy had a, a little bit too much partying going on, too much to drink, and got a DUI. Um, again, I don't know why people don't Uber when you're making millions of dollars, but uh, also another coach that's uh, a little bit under under the radar now. Hey, to, to, to his credit, he did have a good press conference today where he took uh, – he took responsibility for his actions. Um, it's kind of a dead zone up in Green Bay. They say there's Ubers, but in, in the middle of four, four, in the mor- four in the morning, you probably couldn't find one. Uh, but they do have unlimited... 
No, they were in Tennessee. This was last week. Was it home? No, it was in Green Bay. Last week. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I Thursday thought. Thursday Night Football was in Green Bay? Thursday Night Football was in Green Bay. And you kind of like a little Green Bay revenge there, too? Like, oh, you, you're a coach for Texans? For sure, brother. Get out of the car. Yeah. Well, I mean, I thought DUIs aren't really anything. In, you have to get, like, 16 of them in Wisconsin to get in trouble. Like, you get a slap. They, they basically, like, uh, they give you your keys back after the first one. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, Aaron Rodgers, speaking of Green Bay, you got some news on him. Uh, Aaron Rodgers came out, confirmed. Um, I guess it leaked, but if we know Rodgers came out, said it, and he confirmed it. Broke uh, his right thumb, is broken. Uh, he just wanted the world to know. It's not affecting his play, but he's got a broken right thumb. So so people know that it's so it's not a – what would you say? Like, It's not an excuse, but it's an uh, it's excuse. Yeah, it's definitely an excuse. I, I would hope so because some of those passes he had last week I've – I've never seen Aaron Rodgers be wide, have a, a clean pocket and miss guys by five yards. Yeah, he just looked off. He, he looked really off. He had guys run across the middle. He had, uh, I know, Randall Cobb. He had on a couple ones. Yeah. He, um, who's the other idiot there? Uh, Watkins. Watkins was open, oh, no. too. Uh, uh, the other. Uh, Lazard. Lazard also had a, a lot of drops. Um but the one thing I, I gotta say is I absolutely love watching the Packers this year. Like just the misery, him screaming, him being terrible. Like I, I'll just give me give me all that. I, I fucking love it. Sign me up for another decade of that, please. Sign me up for another decade of that. Seriously, I'll take it all. Um, speaking of, there's some quarterback news going around the league as well. Uh, Zach Wilson officially benched for Mike White and. Zach Wilson also not even going to be dressing for that game too, which I thought was kind of weird. Um, he's not even listed. As, yeah, no, he's not even listed. Uh, Flacco's uh, quarterback too. Uh, Wilson will be at the game, but he's not going to be dressed up in uniform. Uh, this must be the first time in his life he hasn't been given something on a silver platter, so uh, it's unfortunate for him. Let's see how he can actually handle handle diversity. Uh, but I'm sure he's going to cry like a, a Gen Z would. Is, is, um, is that a Booger take right there? Because Booger was kind of ripping him since he came from... I didn't know. I just, I, oh, dude, that is exactly verbatim what Booger said. I'll send oh. you the clip. But Booger was pretty <laughs> much just like, he came from a rich, entitled family, so he never, doesn't know like the value of hard work. And it was like... Oh, I, yes. I literally didn't hear any of that. I just That's my take on him as well. He just looks like a rich prick. Yes, uh, Steve Young. Yeah, Steve Young and uh, RG three were like, uh, I think we could talk more about his play it hasn't been good, but I don't know about him overall. It was kind of just coming at his his dome and the way he was brought up. But I, I, I get that Mike White was he had, he had his, those, those like three games a few years ago that he was good, but Joe Flacco was like almost elite in the beginning of the season. I don't understand why they're not starting him. Like they're a playoff team that needs to keep winning. This is an experiment time. Exactly. That's what I said too. It's kinda of like it's not like, hey, let's see what we got on the roster kind of deal. Like, dude, they're in the midst of a playoff hunt right now. I know after that loss, I think they fell to fourth in the division, I believe, behind the the Pats. So it'd be Bills, Dolphins, Pats, oh, now Jets. Wow. But that's a tough division. Of course, the one year the Jets are good, the whole division's good. I know. Um spe- speaking of another quarterback change, uh Kind of out of the blue. I didn't really get this one, but I. But this is a team that we were just talking about. Kind of makes a little more sense to maybe see what you got on the roster. Is a 
Davis Mills, um, the guy with the hugest neck on planet Earth, got benched for Kyle Allen out in Houston. How do you think about that? Yeah, Mr. Giraffe Neck. Uh, but, again, he's a young player. They're not going anywhere, so I don't just keep playing him. I don't, I don't understand this. Apparently, they're probably going to move on next year and draft quarterback, but I either way. Yeah, I would imagine. Do you think this has any fantasy implications for, like, Damian Pierce or, like, Cooks or uh, Nico Collins? Does this help out um, anyone? I mean, Damian Pierce put up an absolute stinker last week for the first time in about seven weeks. Um, I'm sure this doesn't help anyone unless Kyle Allen's going to come out and be, I don't know, the next Matt Schaub or something. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, it's not that huge of a deal. You really aren't starting anyone but Pierce um, in your lineups. Uh, other thing, uh, Mike McCarthy gets uh, another one of his players on the move, and uh, Daryl Henderson being waived by the Rams and then going to the Jaguars, which why do you move James Robinson when you're just going to go pick up basically a similar player in, in Daryl Henderson? I don't understand. Well, you got a dra- you got a draft pick for it, Dave. Oh, okay, well, I guess that, that helps, but... I didn't think that Daryl Henderson was in the uh, not in good uh, good terms with the Rams. That was kind of surprising. Uh, as Randy gets up and walks away. Also, another player that was waived was Melvin Gordon on Mike's team. Uh, Trotta just can't you know catch a break this year. I think he put up a twelve before he was he was waived. So uh, still hasn't been picked up by anyone. We'll have to see where he ends up or if he's gonna end up on Randy's couch in Carthage. I, uh, I, I I did get tricked on Twitter that I read that like Melvin Gordon after after the loss just came in the locker room and blasted future songs for like two straight hours. That's why they released him. But uh, I'm like, whoa, did he? But no, there was also like a montage on Twitter of Melvin Gordon's every fumble. There was like two minutes long. And it's uh, like I, I don't I don't know. I mean, with well for like the last two weeks or three weeks, he was he was doing all right. Yeah, it's it just like both those backfields had so many uh, – the Rams and in Denver, they had so many injuries. Like, we're just giving, giving up on dudes. Like, we're, we're just – that's what I said. I'm like, who's else going to run? Now you got Cam Akers running the ball, and then I know that Kyrie Williams. Like, I don't I don't, I don't get it. I mean, that team's also – I think they're done for the year. Uh, especially, I think, I think Stafford might get shut down if he's injured. And honestly, I think he retires after this year. He's another one. His wife's been telling him that uh, he should retire. So we'll have to see what that what happens with that franchise. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah. We can we can uh, go into that. I, I I think that Stafford injury last year, him playing through that back injury, was like uh-huh. is, is showing its full force. Like it was a miracle he got through that season for them to win the Super Bowl. Well, now I think he has another back injury, and she also was really concerned about his concussion. So, I mean, what else do you need? You got your Super Bowl. You, yeah, uh, run, run off in the sunset. Um, speaking of injuries for quarterbacks, our hometown hero, Justin Fields, playing through. Like, I even heard an official report on this. I heard it was like he, he. he, First it was a dislocated shoulder. Then it was a separated shoulder with uh, partial ligament damage. But then today he was cleared to to, to practice. So, go figure. He's probably going to take one hit, blow his shoulder out, and be off for the rest of the year. Yeah, and it's just like one of those things. Like I'm not, I'm not opposed to shutting him down for a week or two to reevaluate. Um, like, like that that last possession when they were trying to uh, get the 
getting the least field goal range or trying to get a touchdown at the end of the game. But they like two designed runs, but he's been grabbing his shoulder the entire time. I didn't understand that. I mean, well, I, I mean, also it looked like I don't know if his hamstring or something with his legs was hurting. He he looked like he was like he wasn't fast last game. Uh, he just he, he he didn't have that explosion that he had in the last uh, three games. I don't know what if, if his whole body just hurts. I would probably shut him down until the bye week on week fourteen. We're gonna shut him down for the year because like he already shown he's shown that he can he can run that offense and be a, an elite player. There's really nothing else that I need to see from him until next year when we pick up an offensive line and wide receivers. Yeah, I, I just don't want to see like the the Cam Newton, the RG three, that's run him into the yeah. ground kind of deal for for what when we're that's we got a top three pick now, top three or four. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to see it either. Uh, last thing, this is uh, the Thanksgiving special. There's three three games tomorrow, um, so. The, get a little bit more fantasy at the beginning of the week um so that's uh, always always a plus when you get three three games on a thursday there, there's uh, dave like speaking of like the thanksgiving special first off thankful to the league thankful to you dave thankful for the guys thankful for still being in the playoff race at this point but there's nothing better than being like thanksgiving like trying to have like mediocre conversations with your family when you're like people peeking over their shoulder to, like, still catch the game. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, how's things going? You're like, oh, everything's great. And you're, like, looking, like, hey, give it to Tony Pollard. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? So there's nothing better than that being a food. I don't know, sit around the, the table and listen to medium talk about fantasy. Oh, okay. <laughs> or there's nothing better than that, that, like, mid-game nap and you wake up in the second half, like, after you got that turkey coma and you're like, oh, the game's still on. You know, it's just uh, – there's nothing better than having three games full of football, full of booze, full of food, and uh, being able to witness uh, s- some fantasy sports. That's right. Get some turkey, take a nap, and then shove some pumpkin pie down your fucking gullet. Dave, are you going to take uh, the, the vaunted uh, cousin's walk with any of the, the family members? You know what I mean? Hey, I got to show you something in my car. I got a new wedge. Uh, hit a split. Uh, no, typically I, I, I don't at family parties. I, I probably have like a, a panic attack if I did. So uh, I usually try not to. All right. You know, I have before, though. You, uh, you, you look like, to me, like the older kid, you'd be like the cool cousin. You know what I mean? Like, hey. Well, I don't have any cousins, so well, that could at least come to Thanksgiving. So it would be uh, me and, and probably Mel, my sister. Let's go. Cool. That's a party now. Uh, all right. So moving on from NFL news, this is always the, the best part because we get to talk about the league. So, Randy, the hit list is growing. Uh, you took your, your best friend out of, the, out of the playoffs, the former champion, uh, Mike, with last week's win. Uh, and we're moving on to Ryan this week. That's three in a row. So the hit list is is, is growing. I like I like where I'm at. We're, we're, we're in control of our own destiny here. Um, I know Ryan's been having some uh, issues with this comment at the house. I just want to, like, knock out the power on him. You know what I mean? Just knock it out. Put one, another one, and move on another week. You know, I, I just want to get the five hundred. That's what I've been thriving, thriving for. You could say. So uh, let's let's go out and get a win this week. Do, do you feel bad about knocking uh, Trot out of the playoffs? Because now he's he's just totally uh, disinterested in our podcast and the league. He sent out a a thank you for being a champion message to us, and uh, that was about it. Now it's on to sophomore girls basketball or whatever he coaches um dave he beat me in the final four last year by 160 points 
that's, uh, I forgot about that. I don't, I don't, I don't feel bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Speaking of that, though, there are four teams that are five and six right now. So Channel is the only one that is holding a playoff uh, spot right now. But it's Channel, Ryan, yourself, and Simo uh, that are fighting to get into the playoffs at the moment with three games remaining. So um, a lot of movement. Like I was mentioning myself, I'm. If, if I lose out, I, I'd be out of the playoffs. Uh, Lewis is six and five. Gallagher's six and five. Seymour's right on his his heels. So there's a lot of things that could happen in these next three weeks. Yeah, I mean, I think I like I said before. I think the the sixth spot and to get the playoffs is going to be at seven and seven. I do think that, and it's it's almost going to be like who's going to have. Who's going to have the most points at that position? I think there will be probably going to be two guys, and it's going to be sad when one guy is seven and seven and lose out on points. I mean, for it's it's got to happen. There's going to be unless there could be a six and six team. Six, six you no know, six and eight. You're saying? I'm sorry, six and eight. Uh, there could be. If it depends on on how it goes, but yes, there's probably going to be. There might be two seven and seven teams that that don't make it. Wow. So. Uh, I mean, it really depends on, I think, Gallagher's division because Gallagher's 6-5 and five and Simo's, uh, what, 5-6 and six right now. So that's big. Whoever wins that division goes to third, uh, which I think we need to talk about that next year. I think that's ridiculous. Well, you, that's how it is in uh, regular football too, Dave. I understand, but still, I should be in third, not him. Like, there, um, there, there's going to be a team like Tampa Bay, if they wind up winning the division, which they should, could, like – host a, a first-round playoff game. I know. Um, I just like to bitch about things. We all know that. So, other thing that we need to talk about, speaking of wins and loses, uh, Andy has now lost eight straight. Uh, is that a record? I don't know. Uh, Commissioner, you're, you're usually the record guy. Is, is the, lo and behold, record ho- uh, keeper of the league? You know, I keep the records, David. Um, that is a record. Uh, eight straight losses is the record. Something to keep an eye on also is most losses all time, including playoffs, is 12 by McCarthy. Right now, Andy's got nine. Well, hey, Randy. I mean, Andy, uh, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> You're putting on one hell of a show. I know. We need to do a wellness check on him because right now he doesn't even Tyreek in the roster. And it's like, whoa. Well, yeah, no, he usually sets his lineup super late. I was surprised last week he made the move to pick, uh, picked up Washington on Sunday morning. I didn't know he actually paid attention on Sunday mornings. Uh, so he has been making a few moves the last few weeks, but it still has not uh, garnished a win. So, uh, Andy, I hope you don't get to 12 losses. That would be pretty... Uh, he pretty could he could break. He could at least tie it. I mean, sure. he's got three games left and then at least two in the playoffs because he'll have... He's not, he's not going to have a bye in the first round. Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, let's see. Also, McCarthy... Winning again, even with the team being injured, uh, he's ten and one. So uh, he's getting chased back this week. Um, I think he picked up a running back, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he uh, picked up uh, P Ryan. Picked up P Ryan. Yeah, P Ryan. Well, three touchdowns is never going to happen again, but somehow he just keeps on winning. I don't know if Joe Mixon gets banged up, it might could be a thing. Um, yeah, I mean McCarthy's playing the woe is me cards. Team's been getting pretty banged up, and he was he even reached out to me, and he's like, "Man, I'm I'm out here making moves." I'm like, "Yeah, we've been fighting for our lives for what eight weeks now, nine weeks." Like, 
you can't just plug and chug. Like he's, I don't think he looked at his roster. He had the same roster for eight weeks straight. So yeah, you got to yeah. make some moves. If uh, if Waldo loses one more game, he automatically gets the well. No, top two teams that get by. Yeah, top two. So they both oh, got by. He already has the by. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what he does. Um, and then last thing, division games start this week until week fourteen. So like I mentioned, this is crunch time. This is when moves can be made and. Uh, you know, you can get in the playoffs or be playing for the Teats Bowl, so get your lineup set. Absolutely. All right, speaking of Thanksgiving, Dave, I thought we'd do a new segment uh, going through each team where we were just talking about the league. Um, I want to talk about each team. What the, what's each team thankful for? Like one player they're thankful for from each team. And uh, me and Dave kind of went through some stats. Each player that's kind of been popping off or been a, a staple for that team the entire season. But uh, first, before we do that, Dave, can you name me some guy that uh, you wouldn't allow in your house or you wouldn't want at your Thanksgiving table? He's not. That's not allowed to take a plate home. Uh, no, no doubt, anyone in NFL history would have to be Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think he has uh, torn my heart out more times than any other athlete I've ever watched in my life. I've seen him in person do it. I've seen him on TV do it. Um, that's why, again, I love to see this season that he's having this year. Uh, I love that his finger's broken. Okay, he can go fuck himself. He never has a seat. He's not welcome in the stupid household. All right, all right. Um, for me, I have a list as long as in the day. You could say it, you could even go back and start with, like, Andy Dalton. Back in the day, cost me games. Andy Dalton's dead to me. Uh, Jordan Reed, dead to me. Cam Akers, dead to me. Um, who else? Derek Carr, dead to me. I could I could go on forever, David. Uh, yeah, well, there's I'm sure there's quite a few players people would like to uh, throw under a bus. Um, but as far as uh, people that we're thankful for, why don't you take the first one? Because I'll do my I'll do my team next. Okay, we're gonna go first with uh, Dave's division. Waldo's division's leading it right now. Waldo's team. Um, I said the player he's got to be thankful for has got to be Stefan Diggs. Currently wide receiver number one in the NFL, a touchdown machine. He's got eight TDs. That's third. Um, that, just over 1,000 yards, 1,033 yards. That's third in the NFL. 76 receptions. That's second. And he was drafted. He was the fourth wide receiver off our draft board this year. So, like, just watching Stefan Diggs, he's just a, a monster. Who would have thought? We always knew he was super talented. And then the trade, it was kind of like a weird trade when he got traded from the Vikings to the Bills, and we didn't really know. It was like on the upskirt of Josh Allen's career. He was kind of peaking at that time, and then dude just been balling out of control. I mean, the Vikings obviously cashed out on that, though, too. They, they got, got Justin just, Jefferson, yeah. So I worked out for both of them. Um, I did say at the beginning of the season, we'll go over this, I think, the last uh, episode, but uh, I do have Stephon Diggs' most receptions in the NFL. Right now, he's number two to Tyreek Hill, so that could still happen. Let's go, David. All right, and then my team, the person I, a player I'm thankful for is Josh Jacobs. He's running back number four. Seven touchdowns on the season, which is fourth for running backs. Uh, he has a third most carries as well, so the guy is just getting a, a ton of touches. Uh, Gallagher, he drafted him in the fifth round, so he could have been his keeper. Um, we ended up making a trade. He got Juju, and I got him. So Juju's actually been pretty good uh, ever since I traded him, of course, other than when he's injured. Um, so it somewhat worked out for both of us, but I think I got... What week, what week was that trade, Dave? It was right before he went off for 33 points. Uh, it was like week five. Nice. Um, 
Moving on, we'll go to Channel's team. Um, this has to be, he's right now running back number one. It has to be Eckler. He said uh, he's a running back number one by 25 points and has already 69 catches for 437 yards and four TDs. He's fifth in the league in receptions. That's crazy. He is more than Devontae Adams. Guy's been a workhorse machine. Um, I love Eckler as well because he's so um, transparent, you could say, with like, hey, I'm not going to play this week. Oh, I'm banged up. He's like, he's really all about fantasy and gives it back to like um, the fancy players on the internet and stuff like that. A lot of other players kind of keep it the chest. It's like, no, nah, don't play me this week. Play this guy. And you, you love that. And, you know, he's put Waldo, I mean, he's put Channel in a, in a great position. The other thing, too, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think he has the most touchdowns in the last two years. Uh, on Thursday night, I think they put up the same. He's got like 30 touchdowns uh, since last year. And he's so. and he's been really eaten now that the, the wide receiver core has been so beat up with uh, Mike. Dump offs like right and left. So I I don't expect that to change anytime soon. He's just like he's like pencil it in at like twenty plus points a week. Um, all right. Well, we got uh, your boy Trotta next. Uh, so you want to take that one too? Trotta's uh, what Trotta's thankful for. I was gonna name one of his girls' basketball players since the season's done, but. Uh, I guess we'll just play uh, Justin Fields, quarterback number five, dudes. He's fifth in rushing in the league. He's, he's been something for all of us, we could say, thankful for. Something you could put on finally a, a game on a Sunday, watch the Bears, and just be actually into every possession of the game because you actually have uh, offense that scores points and a good quarterback to root for. Yeah, every week I think I put this in our group chat, but it's the best of both worlds. He looks outstanding. And the Bears keep losing, so we are moving up on the draft board. So uh, that's something we're also all thankful for. Um, then McCarthy. So obviously there's a lot of things he could be thankful for on his team and uh, the number of wins he has this year. But I think the two that stand out are Tyler Lockett and uh, DeAndre Hopkins. So Lockett right now is the 12th wide receiver. Uh, and also Hopkins is averaging, since he's come back, 21.1 points. So... You know, the rich keep getting richer. Even when he loses Chase, he gets the, the Hopkins to come back, and then he's basically a top ten receiver. Absolutely, what a what a rip that the uh, draft day trade. I don't know if it was a rip. I would say because like Singletary, yeah, uh, Singletary, Singletary uh, killed at the beginning of the season, but no, like not Singletary, it was Elijah Moore. No, but you did Singletary and Elijah Moore for Hopkins. Oh, it wasn't both. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, but uh, Singletary kind of killed at the beginning of the season, but Hopkins is just that dude. Um, yeah. what, what, what did uh, the DB from 49ers call him this week? He called him a steroid boy or something. Something, yeah, they had a lot of <laughs> trash talk going on. Someone said he's a, a wannabe tough guy, too. He acts hard, and he's, he's really not. Um, Lewis, too, now we're moving on to. Uh, Lewis also has a lot of things to be thankful for. His team is absolutely on fire. Uh, main reason, though, I would say is uh, Travis Kelsey. He's the number one tight end right now. Uh, I mean, I, we were just going through the numbers, just going th- for the segment. And like Kelsey's number one uh, tight end with 223 points. The next tight end is Andrews with 133. There is more of a difference between the tight end one and two than there is between tight end two and tight end 36, which is mind blowing to me, Dave. Mind blowing. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I guess that's the reason why our league is. Uh, no one really wanted to trade four tight ends. It's because if you don't have Andrews or you don't have Kelsey, and I would say probably Goddard, but now he's injured, uh, it really doesn't matter. They're all the same thing. 
Yeah, it's just like Kelsey. I think is 32, 33. Um, he's thirty three. Like, does he plateau? Like, when does he like? When does he? There was a lot of talks like who's better, him or Gronk. I still say like athletically. Too. Yeah, it's like athletically it was Gronk to me. Like more, but I Kelsey just the dude's always open for some reason. He's just always open. He's just good at reading coverage and hitting the soft spots. And him and Mahomes just have a – they could like, read each other's uh, minds. So uh, he can also block. He's I don't know, he's a freak. Um, someone – just side note. Uh, I was on uh, some forum on Facebook, and someone was saying he's the greatest tight end ever. Uh, just so you know, uh, Tony Gonzalez has about 6,000 more yards than him and also 50 more touchdowns. So he's got a little work to do. Holy shit. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right, so next after that is, uh, is yourself. So, oh, no, I'm sorry, Ryan. Uh, Ryan, we got Chris Olave. Uh, that's the player that he's thankful for. Right now he's wide receiver 11. Uh, Ryan's keeper, uh, you got him in the eighth round. And uh, right now he's sixth in the league in average reception. So he averages 14.9 yards per catch. So that's a 1.5 basically every time he catches the ball. Yeah, I mean, like, sorry. yeah, draft him in the eighth round for Ryan is huge. He's he's got to be his. I'm, I I just put it. He's got to be his keeper next year. Just, no, I mean, I think he said it before that it's, it's his keeper. Yeah, and with playing with like Andy Dalton, fucking Taysom Hill, like I don't know if if Winston's ever gonna play again. Who knows? I mean, like, if they have some serviceable quarterback, the dude just eats. Yeah, could you imagine Aaron Rodgers down there with Kamara and Alave and? If they add another piece, if Mike Thomas ever comes back, um, and then yourself, Kamish, were you uh, were you thankful for? I think this one's pretty easy. Oh, dude, I fucking would drink this dude's bathwater. Fucking Pat Mahomes is that dude. Like it, it was finally had a, a good quarterback where you could just sit back and you're gonna get a thirty burger every week, and it doesn't matter who drops on that roster, who who gets knocked out of game. Juju didn't play last week. Hardman didn't play last week. And it's just like the dude does. It doesn't matter. He'll find whoever's open, or if Kelsey's one on one, he's gonna get. He's gonna spread the ball around. It's like poetry in motion. The dude's like, it's like it. To me, it's almost like watching. Like we were kind of young. We were eight years old when Jordan got done uh, for yeah. the Bulls run. But it was like, dude, is that like do like yeah do like do we appreciate it as much as like we're witnessing it now? Just wishing just. Poetry emotion, wow. just absolute excellence at the highest level. So some, I broke down some stats on him, and it is, it's literally having the best season ever. Uh, right now, he's the number one player. He has 344 points. That's 36 more points than Josh Allen. That's basically a, a week and a half for your average quarterback. Um, averaging 326 yards per game. That's on pace to blow out his own record of 304 yards uh, uh, per game. He also has on the season just total. Or I'm sorry, he's on pace to have 5,500 yards passing, 5542 if you want to be exact. Um, he also has 28 touchdowns. Uh, to put that into into frame, uh, Bears all-time record holder is Eric Kramer with 29, and Cutler's only had uh, his is also 28. So right now, through 10 games, he already has basically blown out uh, the Bears' best quarterback uh, ever. So that puts something in perspective. Yeah, do, like without Patrick Mahomes, I'm not even have a fighting chance to make 
making the playoffs. He's the only thing that kept my team afloat. So thank you, Patrick Mahomes. I will make a plate for you and put it on the side. If you want to have it at Mom and Pop Hanson House, it'll be there waiting for you. Anything you want. He gets two plates and one, one to go. Oh, dude, he'll get a goodie bag. He'll get it all, dude. Uh, uh, so next, Gallagher. Uh, I'm a calf strain, so that's who we're going to go with that he's thankful for. Uh, that would be Christian McCaffrey. He's running back number three. Uh, he's healthy this year. Uh, if Just off his receiving uh, this year, he would be wide receiver 31 without any of his rushing uh, yards. Um, so that's absolutely insane as well. Uh, puts him in as a wide receiver three, but it's your running back. Oh, yeah, he's he's been unbelievable. That offense, like... That 49ers offense is like, I think they're coming out of the NFC. Uh, they might be a Super Bowl contender. I mean, that defense is good. Now they have just weapons all over the place. Uh, I mean, you, you take him out and then you put in, uh, not Jeff Wilson. No, uh, uh, Elijah Mitchell. There we go. So Elijah and, Mitchell. And then, like, Debo can get some runs, too. Like, Ayuk is has been playing well. Like, Kittle's healthy. It's just there's a lot of – there's. There's so yeah, many that, weapons. That could, be, that could be key in the playoffs when it's cold and you got Elijah Mitchell coming in the second half just to, to beat up some defenses. So, yeah, that team team looks real good. Um, you want to take the next one, Simo? Simo, uh, it's got to be Devontae Adams. I mean, like, it's, it's been, he's been kind of cool. I, no, I wouldn't say it's quiet, but, like, like, people aren't appreciating because the Raiders have been that bad. But currently, he's wide receiver number three. He's only eight points behind Tyreek Hill that's been going bananas. And he's two points ahead of uh, uh, Justin Jefferson. Like, Devontae Adams is just a staple. And I'm kind of interested because we kind of were talking about it earlier, just me and you, is, like, the Raiders said they're, they don't have a lot of – they're not – have a lot of money going forward. That's why they can't fire their head coach uh, – uh, McDaniel's, um, like, can Devontae be on the move again? Like, they said they might, like, cut Derek Carr next year, but, like, Devontae is that dude. He's just automatic. He's open every time. Well, I, he is getting up in age, uh, but if there is one team that can handle the contract that he signed, it would be the Chicago Bears, and why would you not want to come play with Justin Fields? I don't think, it, I don't think he'd ever play here, but... Uh, he might. He hates the, the Packers now from what they did to him, so... What better way to, to get back at the Packers than go play for the Bears? I'd love to see it. Uh, and then we got Lath with Joe Mixon. That's the player he is thankful for. Running, running back number seven. Uh, he's just been steady all year. Uh, he's in the receiving game. He gets, I think he's like top five in touches. Uh, he's got eight touchdowns in ten games. So, yeah, also five of those came in one game. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Andy actually does have one thing to be thankful for. It's like basically his whole team. Yeah, Tyreek Ty- Ty- Hill. I'm surprised he didn't move him. Wide receiver number two. Might break the receiving uh, yards record set by Cooper Cup. He's got a, a 1,148 yards through 10 games. Dude, just – it was one of those – That's a typical season for, like, a Pro Bowl wide receiver is 1,100. And it's kind of crazy, too, because, like, he was trying to decide between the Jets and Miami, and that's, a, uh, that's probably the best decision he's ever made. Yeah, seriously. Could you imagine him with, with pretty boy Wilson? I don't think so. I – he would uh, blow up like AB by now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, uh, that's the league and everyone's players that they're thankful for, or at least we think that they're thankful for. All right, Dave. Um, moving on to the next segment. We're about 36 minutes in. Uh, All right. Halfway there. We're 
<laughs> halfway there, halfway there. We're doing a little Thanksgiving Day special, Daily Dave. Um, last week, between you and Ryan, whoa. That's all I got to say. I listened to that. Whoa. When are you going to win the guys some money, Dave? When are you going to – is this the week? It's the holidays. It gets expensive during the holidays. Let the guys win some money, Dave. What do you got for us? If if uh, if Cordell didn't have that uh, kick return touchdown, what would you had? Yeah, uh, he would have had uh, three. Uh, I don't know if they get four for a kickoff or six, so it either would have been like a seven or a, a five. Ooh. So not very good. Uh, then my misses: Jacoby Myers seven points, Ceedee Lamb was surprising seven points, Greg Dolchich also surprising five points, and then Broncos D one point. Uh, so this week we're doing a little bit of a Thanksgiving special. These are only the Thursday Thursday games, so I only got to pick from three teams, uh, which was pretty difficult to tell you the truth. So I'm going Josh Allen. I had to take the most expensive player. Uh, should get the most points. Going against Detroit, the 32nd defense in the league, um, and he's averaging 25 points per week. Hopefully he can get in the end zone a few times, either rushing, maybe throw three touchdowns. Then we have uh, DeAndre Swift. I know this one's kind of crazy because he hasn't been great, but he is playing against Buffalo, and he has had two rushing touchdowns in the last two games and also three or more targets uh, since coming back from injury. So he is getting a little bit more involved. He's also only $6,200, so that's my value of the week as well. Damian Harris is $6,400 going against Minnesota. They're the 29th defense. Uh, last week he had 93 total yards, um, and that was his first week back from injury. Um, he's average, or I'm sorry, he had 10.3 yards in his return. So you would think they're going to ramp him up a little bit more, maybe get him a touchdown. Then we have uh, wide receiver Darius Slayton, 6,400 yards against Dallas. Dallas is pretty tough against the pass, but he is the number one wide receiver in New York right now. Wondell Robinson went down last week with the ACL, so he should get even more looks, uh, nine or more points in the last four games. So he's been pretty consistent. Then we have Stefan Diggs. Uh, he is $9,400. You're going to spend, again, this is basically like having another quarterback in your lineup. Uh, he's averaging 19 points going against Detroit again. Worst defense in the league. And then over, uh, he's had over 12 points in the last six games. So I think most of those have been about 20 points, but that's his his floor is 12. Uh, wide receiver again, we have Amara St. Brown in that same game. Bills do have a tough defense. Uh, but he, uh, the Bills are 20th against the pass. So uh, he's $7,600. Last two games, over eight targets and over 75 yards receiving. Uh, he had a slow start coming back from the, the injury, but I think he's ready to go now. Um, hasn't, uh, he hasn't scored a touchdown, though, in six weeks. So I think this is the week that he gets in the end zone. Tight end, Dal- Dalton Schultz. Uh, it's $5,800. I was running out of money here, so last uh, two out of three games, he's had over 10 points, or and also in the last three games, five or more targets. Um, so I think that's a nice play at your tight end position. Uh, I ran out of money, basically, so these next two are kind of dark throws. We have Hunter Henry for $4,900. Hopefully he gets in the end zone. I didn't really have a lot of stats on him. I think he's averaging like five points a game. 
And then we got to go with the Giants defense uh, against Dallas, which is probably going to give me negative points because I had no more money left. It's either them or I think Minnesota against Buffalo, and I didn't want to do that. So uh, that's your daily, Dave. <laughs> Hopefully we get the money. Dude, like, looking back at that Hunter, Hunter, Hunter Henry, like, remember when... <laughs> Remember the Patriots spent all that money? They're like, hey, we'll bring in Jono and Hunter Henry and we'll have some yeah. sick tight ends. They stink. Well, it was either him or Jono, and I went Hunter Henry. Uh, there was really nothing else out there that I could, I could put in. It he like should have just he should have just stayed at the Chargers. He would have fucking ate. Money, money talks, I guess. Uh, on to the next segment. Get your snorkel, your, your wetsuit, your whatever you want. I don't we need Mike for this segment, but you know he just keeps letting us down. We got our deep sea divers. Uh, one thing I, I do have to say is most of my picks have been hitting past few weeks. Uh, last week, Washington defense, we already talked about about them. Try to put some any wins, twenty seven points. I think they might have been one of the highest defenses uh, of the week. Trey McBride, though, not so much a hit, only five points. I think he had like four catches for fifteen yards. Um, I also put out a few two percenters last week. Drop both of those if you picked them up. Keontae Ingram, only 1.9 points. And Tressen Ebner was a surprise, only 0.8 points, 0.8. Uh, so you can drop both of those guys. This week, I put a few in here. Uh, so we got Mac Collins. This is after our waivers have gone through, so it was a little bit tougher to pick. Uh, Mac Collins, 17% owned. Last week, nine targets, six receptions, 52 yards. He does have 95 points on the season, so he's averaging about 10 points a game. And he's the number two option in the offense for the Raiders. Uh, although I don't know how much weight that holds. Uh, but he might be a nice little stash on your bench. Uh, James Cook, 25% owned. He had 11 carries, 86 yards last week. He's got to take some load off of, uh, take some of the load off of Singletary. Uh, you can't just keep giving him the ball going into the playoffs. So I think he might get a few more touches uh, from here on out. Then we got Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he was dropped this week. He is 60% on, so this isn't really like a deep-sea diver, but he's out there. He averages 20 points on the year, playing Baltimore, which is a terrible defense against the pass, and they're coming off a bye. Uh, last four out of five weeks, he's scored over 20 points as well. So if you need a quarterback or a, a guy on your bench, pick up Trevor Lawrence. And then another one, this was kind of out there, uh, Austin Hooper, 13% owned. Last week, 19.6. He had two touchdowns. And last three out of five weeks is at over 8.5 points. So we talked about tight ends. If you need a tight end, he, he might be on the ups right now. Uh, the end of the season was pretty bad, but he's been looking pretty decent for the last uh, about five weeks. Um, Yeah, like that James Cook is actually kind of interesting because he was getting a lot of tick um, during that game. Like Naheem Hines, that's like a weird you trade for him, and then he hasn't been utilized whatsoever. They it's said like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I actually kind of like that James Cook. There's, there's a reason why they drafted him so early, because um, they had some faith in him. Um, I'm sorry, you still had one more, David. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot. And the great one too, uh, Cameron Dicker, Dicker the kicker, by one of the top nicknames in the league. Uh, last three weeks, he's 21 percent off. Uh, last three weeks, so an eight, a 12, a 10. So if you need a kicker, go get Dicker. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Where I don't even know what TV's on, dude. He's on the Chargers. I might, I might, uh, I don't know. I got Mike dropping my hurt like mid fucking while I'm looking at my phone earlier today. Try to pick him up. My phone fucking freezes. Ryan picks him up. Try to, try to just really, he, I, I don't know what goes through his brain. He dropped like 
kicker that put up 25 points. Uh, I, I don't get that. Or whatever, he put up 24 points. Uh, All right, well, it's on to your segment, the, the greatest segment on Still Out of TD's uh, Fantasy Lounge podcast, The Mortgage Payment. Dude, it's been fuck. It's been fucking hot, Dave. I'm telling you, it's been fucking hot. Come ride with me. I was hot last week. I didn't put any bets in because I fell asleep. Fell asleep at the wheel. But guess what? I put in some bets and I won on Sunday. But um, if, like a turkey in the oven. Yep. If after a week uh, off last week, I've been eleven seven and one the last six weeks. Um, so I kind of did a little Thanksgiving Day um. Mortgage payment, so it's not going to be a mortgage payment. It's not going to be a cell phone bill. It's going to be kind of like uh, stuff you like during Thanksgiving. How do you feel about that, Dave? Uh, I just got a question, and your third one. Uh, do you eat lasagna at your Thanksgiving? Cause that's- yeah, we have lasagna every time. Well, that's, that's new. Like big plates of lasagna. Um, All right. So first off, we're going to start with some stuffing. Get you going. Put it on the side of your plate. Just something to get you going. Something to fill you up a little bit, Dave. Um, Bills at Lions right now. Yeah, right. I know we. I know you do. Uh, Bills at Lions. The line right now is uh, Lions are plus nine and a half. I I wanted to do a. I like the same game parlay with uh, Diggs anytime TD. Bills minus two and a half and over forty four and a half, and then Tyler Bass with over two point five extra points. I think I think the Bills score three touchdowns. I think that's. Uh... No, it, it does not, because, like, the line was 9.5 and the over-under is at 56. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it comes out to two, plus 250. I like – that's what I've been doing a lot lately and, and find a lot of success. So that comes out to plus 250. I like that a lot. I like an extra plate of that stuffing. Oh, um, Next, I just like – this is something, like, at the end of, end of the night after you – if you had the main courses and stuff like that, just get like a, a good slice of it. I think it, it sets you up well after that. You know what? A nice glass of red and a pumpkin pie. You know what I'm saying? I like Vikings minus two and a half at home versus Patriots. I just like that straight up. Uh, right now, the Vikings are six and two all time on Thanksgiving. I believe this is a get right game for the Vikings at home after embarrassing loss in a short week. I, I do like that a lot. And I think the, the Patriots are getting too much love for taking down a, a terrible Jets team. And they barely won that game. They didn't kick return to win that game. I think the yeah, Vikings uh, I, I think the Vikings win by at least three. Uh, yeah, I mean, two and a half is nice, too, because, I mean, if it's a field goal, you're, you're still good. Yeah, and that's, that's what I'm saying. I think the Vikings win at home. They don't have to travel at all. I, I believe the Patriots were at the Jets. Was that game at the Jets? Yeah, so back-to-back road games for the Patriots uh, on a short week. I kind of like that. Um, last but not least, uh, this is a little three-team money line parlay. This might be like the turkey ham lasagna of your plate, the main course. I like this a lot. I like Bills, Cowboys, Vikings money line. Comes out to plus 145. Um, love that a lot. I think all those teams win. You got two home Home teams that win that game, and then the Bills win on the road. I thought the Cowboys and Vikings. No, never mind. The Vikings are probably Patriots. All right. No, I like that. Uh, and then I got, I got a couple little side desserts, Dave. What's what's a what's a dessert you like on the side, Dave? A little cranberry. Well, I don't know if you call that dessert. I put that with, I put that shit on everything on Thanksgiving. A little cranberry, a little, a little gravy. These, Maybe these a little, are, I don't know, a little cheesecake, a little something. I don't know, a little. 
little something on the side. Okay, I, I like... A little, sa- little Yeah, I like St. Brown over 7.5 receptions in the game. That's plus 145. And like I said before, I like Bass over 2.5 extra points. That's minus 175. If you want to put it together, you can parlay that. But that's just something, uh, little prop bets for you uh, to put throughout the day. Just got to say, your boy uh, hit a, a classic Dave parlay last week. I hit a five-legger, plus 1,300. Uh, I only put 10 bucks on it. Channel's going to love that. Ended up winning 140. I told you about it about 10 minutes before the game. You didn't bet it, though. Sick, dude. You could do that. That 140 is going to last a long time. You can make that stretch, oh. Dave. Oh, well, I know, right? Also got to say, I don't know if you, if you follow your boy uh, Hassan Kirby on, on Facebook, but uh, I think we need to put him on a mortgage payment. That guy, I don't know if he keeps losing uh, or he just posts his winners. But Jesus Christ, every every week that guy wins like 500 bucks per bet. Uh, I don't know if you saw that on his on his Facebook story. Well, Dave, when you get 60000 in PPE loans, I think you can do whatever you want. Um. Yep. Do we want to do a two-minute drill, Dave? Do we have time? No, we are at about 48 minutes. 49. 49. Uh, I, I don't really have a commissioner corner this week. Um, besides, I'm thankful for this league and thankful for the guys. Thankful for everyone being a part of it. Still paying attention this long. I hope uh, Trotta nothing but the best. I hope Ryan nothing but the worst. Um, but besides that, I, I just I just love just keep fucking digging it, digging it down and getting it. You know what I mean? Keep grinding. Let's, let's, uh, let's get this two-minute drill in and get the fuck out of here. All right, we can do my game first, me and Ryan. All right. So you versus uh, Ryan. Uh, I can't see the projections. All right, so actually, wow, this might be the game of the week here. So you guys are both projected 131 right now. Uh, like we mentioned, Mahomes earlier, Debo Samuel's questionable right now, hamstring, Evans, Peoples-Jones had a big game last week. Taylor and Pollard have been coming on lately. Uh, Hawkinson, Folk, Minnesota. He's got uh, Lamar, Olave, Kirk, Williams, Henry Barkley, Joku. Picked up the big kicker this week in Denver defense against Carolina. Uh, take a coin flip since you're on the episode right now. I'll go with you. Um, I'm taking it to Ryan. I just hope Mike Williams doesn't play. He's, he hasn't really practiced all week. I just, I, I'm riding hot. Come and get it, Ryan. Actually, you probably want him to play because he'll have one play and then step on someone's foot and be out of the game. So, uh, next game uh, is Agent Brown Eye versus the Walgenes. Another big game uh, in the division. Uh, channels projected 129 and Waldo's projected 146. I think, again, Waldo's receivers are just absolutely disgusting. Also, his wide I mean, his running backs have been consistent. Uh, but Channel's team has been putting up some points as well. I'm going to have to go with Waldo, though, on this one. Yeah, I'm going with Waldo. I, you're gonna you're gonna know a lot about this game come Thursday. How you're feeling that channel, but I need Waldo to win a knockout channel. Yeah, I don't like I don't like uh, the QB change in Houston. That might hurt Pierce a little bit for him. But he does have Eckler, he does have Brown, he does have Hurts. So and Johnson is a tight end for New Orleans. Been sneaky like top five tight end for the last five couple touchdowns weeks. in the last four weeks. I think it is. So next we got uh, this is actually a huge interdivision game. We got McCarthy versus Lewis, uh, Chubby Chasers for cooking with Uncle Lenny. Um, who do you like here? Projections 137 for McCarthy, 139 for Lewis. It's going to be a close game. Lewis is probably one of the hottest teams in the league. I think he's won like three or four in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but 
Cortland Sutton. Uh, running backs are good. Cook and Walker. Travis Kelsey is outrageous, like we talked earlier. Uh, but Mike still still putting up a fighter's uh, fighter's chance here with Allen Hopkins, Lockett, Chase. If he doesn't play, um, I don't know who he's going to put in. If he doesn't play, Chubb and Foreman. Foreman's got to pick it up. I think I'm going to go with Lewis this week, though. I'm going to go Lewis, too. If you get anything from Sutton, that'd be nice. But Sutton's like, been decent the last few weeks. All right, moving uh, moving on to your game with uh, Mikey Trotta. Back-to-back weeks for Trotta versus the uh, guys in the Fantasy Lounge. Yeah, it'd be great to talk about it with him. But, you know, he's you know where I am. I'm stuck in basketball world. Uh, I'm actually kind of scared for this game. I think it might be a trap game. Uh, depends on what Fields does. Uh, he did end up picking up uh, Daniel Jones and Matt Ryan, which was surprising. But St. Brown, uh, Davis, Pickens, Montgomery, Pacheco, Komet, Myers. Um, he's put up 130, 140 points the last two weeks. So uh, I still have to go with myself, though. I like Burrow and Higgins. Uh, picked up Zay Jones. Hopefully it might help my wide receiver core out. And, you know, we still got Jacobs and Kamara and, Ed, and Andrews had a decent game last week. So. I think it all it all I can't believe Fields is going to play, but it all comes down to Fields, and then it's like how much does he run then? Because that's what a lot of his fantasy points have been if he's banged yeah. up. So I'm taking you in this game, David. All right. Uh, next game is Kyler the Creator. Uh, what a, what an absolute easy game he's got first Andy. Uh, right, of course. Uh, projected 131. Andy's barely projected 100. He's at 105. Just based off projections, I'm going to go with Simo. Uh, Andy's team is struggling. He's got to maybe start Darius Tony. No, he hasn't put he hasn't put in uh, what's his face yet, uh, Tyreek Hill. So Tony's out. Oh, okay. well, then, then he should be well above. But it, yeah, but his running backs are kind of stri- sketch. Who's his other? Uh, oh, he's got Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going to go. Well, I mean, Simo. Simo, and last but not least. We got the spoiler alert, which is Late's team versus Galley, Battle of the Old Roommates. Uh, Galley projected 133, uh, Late's projected 121. Ayuk, Ayuk's been coming on. Um, hopefully, Mixon's healthy. Patterson's kind of been, uh. uh. Did you pick up Garoppolo? Um, Gallagher coming off a tough loss last week. We, and half his team is questionable, so that's not good going into the week. Uh, but if everyone does play on his team, his team is really good um i don't know uh i still take gallagher I, i'm gonna i'm gonna just save an upset i'm gonna go late that that'd be lovely three question marks with with gallagher's team right now too many guys that are injured well all right david we're at the 55 minute mark a little long one on thanksgiving day i hope everyone has time to enjoy it with their family any last remarks david I know it is. It, I, it is weird when like, a bunch of games are playing on Thursday. It is. Uh, I think there's going to be actually a lot more upsets than we think, and a lot more maybe duds than we think because of the short week and so many teams playing on it. Um, I'm looking forward to spending that time with the fam, eating some uh, good grub and having some good booze and watching our fancy teams. Hopefully, not suck. What do you say, Dave? That's right. Everybody, go go out and get your ducket. Uh, <laughs> all right, buddy. <laughs> All right, and as always, thanks for coming, relaxing in the lounge. Good night, it's y'all. It's never too late. It's never too late. It's never too late. It's never too early. But that's right. Come uh, relax at the lounge.
Genau, ja. 